Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. The moon is bright, the spirit's up, we're here tonight, and it's this week's episode of the... Baby, I changed it so well. That's good. Hope everyone had a fantastic Christmas as we move forward here with this week's edition of the Bench Mob. I am Tim Daniel. Very, very excited for this week's episode to be kind of talking a little shop and talking some hoops. A little quick and easy one today. Not too much to talk about because of Christmas Day games, but we do have the four of us here. We have our excellent panel. So I am here as always with my pal, Sean Mackey. What's going on, Tim? Did you get anything good for Christmas? I did. I got new bourbon glasses. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Shouts to the wife Uh, on the new bourbon glasses. Hits up with you yeah absolutely absolutely yeah so i liked it we got my man 100 grand mr ben brown what's going on gentlemen uh i hope everybody had a uh happy christmas um i'll say this you can tell when you're coming of age um like i was excited i got a grill cover um for the blackstone so (laughs) i was like you know what i mean we got steak knives i'm like oh I'm like, I'm living big out here. Let's let's do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you start getting adult gifts, like you know, like I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Real like, adult you know, stuff. Yeah, yes. you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, you don't yep. need a good set of stick knives. Like that's what we, we need. You know we got I mean? a we got a we got a new rice maker and I Oh yeah, I you know what I'm our, saying? Yeah, heck yeah. yeah you know, I did. you know. So I did get an Alexa. I think that's I, I understand oh, that. Oh yeah, understand. you got the Alexa? Yeah, I got the Echo. I could have gave you Okay. I have so so I got two Alexas in the mail that were sent to me by I don't know who, a couple like <laughs> last year, and I'm I'm skeptical that it might be the Chinese government trying to listen in on me. So I've never plugged them up, and I don't know where they came from. And 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 if anyone wants them, they're yours. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yeah. And of course, no idea. Our funny. fourth part of our panel here. Ben, please do the honors. Absolutely. My man, my brother, my ace buku, my number one, Joshua Odellis, Pharrellis, Montellus, Overzealous, Hayes. What's good, my brother? What's going on, man? Um, happy to be here. I'm here listening to you guys talk about Christmas presents. And um, my my Christmas is always a little bit different because my, my firstborn was born on Christmas Day. So oh, yeah. um, we actually enjoy... Uh, watching him open up gifts more than so than anything else. And this uh, year was his 16th birthday. So um, we tried to do something to impress him. And I didn't think so because he's a very like chill kid. Like he doesn't get excited. He doesn't. But um, I felt like we got him this year. Um, we bought him a, uh, a gold chain. And um, it definitely was gleaming around his neck. And he had a little <laughs> oh, smirk yeah. on his face. So uh, I was happy to see that. So that made my Christmas. That's awesome. I love it, man. That's Very so great nice. to hear. Very also, nice. Also, former at-large bid host, still good friend of the network, 
Ryan Lester also has a Christmas Day birthday. Yes, so he does. Give some love to Lester. Yes, he does. Give a nice happy B day. day, my man. Absolutely, for sure. So, Josh, I'm so happy that you got to have that celebratory mode because I feel like to this week's show, with the topics and segments, were made for you this week. I feel like this is like <laughs> this is your week to shine with these topics and discussions because you got some good ones that you brought up in the in the meetings. Um, but this one is very close to your heart because I know of the four of us, you're the one that cares about the Brooklyn Nets the most. Um, I know you're one that was really high on them. You love the trio of Katie, Kyrie, and Harden. Well, last night, James Harden put on a play a game for the ages, gets back off the COVID list, plays 39 minutes, has a triple-double with 36 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, was an unbelievable playmaker. Just was mm-hmm. fantastic. Everything he did, man. Um, he's you know, he set up Nick Claxton for that dunk on LeBron. I'm about to say, awesome. why is why is Nick Claxton not on the picture? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, my man was out there playing with DeAndre Bembry, Blake Griffin, um, Patty Mills is incredible. So we're not gonna, we're not gonna, I'm not keep putting him in that list because he was amazing. But this was literally the Brooklyn Nets last night. The starters were James Harden. Bruce Brown, Patty Mills, Nick Class, and DeAndre Bemery with um, James Johnson, Langston Galloway, Javon Carter, and Blake Griffin all getting 10-plus minutes. And James Harden still put up a night like this. So, Josh, we bring you in with topic number one. As our guy here who's a fond of the, of the James Hardens, you and Kyle Brandon are probably the only ones on the network that are. Um, is James Harden back back? Was it, or was this just kind of a flash in the pan? Well, you know... <laughs> James Harden is is hard to figure out because last year when he got traded from Houston to the the Nets, he mysteriously lost like 45, 50 pounds, (laughs) like overnight. Um, And, um, you know, he was the reason that the Nets went on that long winning streak they went on last year. Like he was playing out of his mind. Like they were talking about him winning MVP or being in consideration for MVP. And I will be honest, the Nets were the best-looking team in the playoffs until he got hurt. Um, So Mm -hmm. this year, it seems like it's kind of the same. Um, I think the 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 uh, you know the 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 gripe about is is Kyrie going to play? Is he not going to play? Was kind of hard for everybody to solidify themselves, with the exception of KD, because I feel like KD is the alpha, and he's like, just give me the ball, and I'm going to score. So I still felt like James Harden was trying to find his role with the team. And obviously with KD out last night, you were we were able to see the old James Harden, which we saw in Houston a lot, where he's got the ball in his hands, he's a playmaker. But I think he learned a lot from Steve Nash last year, and it seemed like he was a lot more under control with the ball. Um, he had he had four turnovers. Um, but one of them, one of them was he got his pocket picked um pretty bad by uh Horton Tucker. Um but other than that, I felt like he took really good care of the ball. Like he he, he wasn't taking any tucker in the balls. <laughs> he did. <laughs> it was payback. Um, I didn't feel like he was trying to force anything. Um, he looked a lot. He looked very fluid. He wasn't complaining about the changing of the foul calls and stuff like that. And I felt like he just played his game. He looked like the old James Harden. But is he back back or just kind of back? I think he's back. Um, but back, back. I, I, I think he's back back until KD That's gets what I'm back. looking for, Josh. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> I think he's back back until KD gets back. All right. Anyone, anyone have a rebuttal? Any conversation? Anyone want to add to this before uh, we go to the next segment? Yeah, I, I think it's tough for him. I still think he's trying to find, like, 
because for so long he had to be the guy and for so long he was used to playing his style his way um i i, I still think that when katie comes back uh, I still think it's a little bit difficult for him to play the same way that he has been when he's been gone. Um, I, I'm hoping that he plays at this high level because watching James Harden last night play was a lot of fun. It was. Um, uh, just the way he was able to distribute the basketball, uh, his pace, the way he played. Um, even, oddly enough, watching a couple of those possessions, he was talking to Claxton and some of the guys on the back end of the defense, like showing them how to, you know, where to go, what their rotation is, like, like, you know, like the one time you called him on the microphone, he looked at, I can't remember it was Claxton. He's like, think about it, dummy. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, okay. I mean, his leadership style is a little bit different, but, you know, but you could see him trying to take control and, and, and do the things that he was trying to do. So um, back, back, I'm not sure. But, um, you know, I, I do think that he's playing a little bit more uh, James Harden-esque. I don't know if he'll be the the triple double guy that he was before, like as far as like his Houston days. Um, but I do think that um, he's getting closer to the playoff, like the last end of the season slash getting close to the playoff run he was last year. I think the Nets have so much talent that, like, I still think they're trying to play around and figure out what works best for them. Sorry, what? I said that I think the Nets have so much talent. They got like four guys, Josh. Let's be real here. No, no, for real. I mean, think about it. When they get Joe Harris back well, um, and they get Aldridge back full time and depending on what happens with Kyrie. I'm and, calling audible. You know, LaMarcus you know Aldridge is washed. He's you know washed. my gamer. You know my gamer, Nick Claxton, who has top three dunk of the year last night. Yeah, he did. Um, I think, I think what we're going to see is the Nets. By the end of the season, they will be the Nets that went into the playoffs last year. I don't think so. I do. I know you do. I know you do. I just, I feel like when you look at that roster, it's like after the first four, it is that, but, but here's the thing, Tim, that's all you need. That's true. That first four is pretty That is all you need. Who's the number one team in the East right now? It's Brooklyn. For now. It's Brooklyn. Yeah. And and they've got, you know, I think James Harden is most entertaining when he's doing everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he is most yeah. entertaining when he's doing everything. And when you're playing next to the best player on planet Earth, you can't do that. He you got to take. <laughs> really? <laughs> I did. He lost. It doesn't matter. You <laughs> can go out and score 100 points. I wouldn't give a shit if they lost. So, so. All right. Yeah. That was basically like his uh, 28 NBA Finals game one, wasn't it? That was yeah. basically are what you, that was. Are, are I feel you... like that, I, that had like a very swan song feel to it. Like he's like, <laughs> I gave it everything I think I have. I'll give you 39. <laughs> like, when, they showed him, like, when they showed him walking in the tunnel back yeah. to the locker room and his shoulders are like all the yeah, way down yeah. here. That's yeah. the feel I like, got. I got yeah, the feel yeah. of maybe I'll try it. next year. Pack it in. I'm giving you everything I got here. What's uh what's Randy Quaid saying in Major League Two? Back up the truck, back, back, back it up. up. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Like, turn it into a parking lot. I mean, that's the feel I get from LeBron. He's like, dude, I'm doing everything I can. 
I got Russell Westbrook going to the lane, throwing up shots. Like, I don't know what he's doing. And now I got to go to the press conference and defend him. Like, oh, yeah, there was a good movie we brought him in. But I know it's BS. Oh, my gosh. What am I, what am I doing? Like, you can just see it in his shoulders, Tim. You caught it. Like, his shoulders were slumped. I'm like, he's a, he's a defeated man. He's got Anthony Street Close Davis standing there on the, on the sidelines looking at him. Anthony he's dressed Street like a kid Close Davis. I actually heard hey, I do. nickname. I laughed my ass off that. Have you guys heard I do. this one? I haven't heard it. It's called It's Anthony Data Davis. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was defeated, man. All right, my bad. Back to the next. Hey, I, no, I do. I do want to say. <laughs> I do want to say this. Last night, LeBron outplayed James Harden in the fourth quarter. Well, yeah, he had to. They were down seventy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, but he yeah. was. But he was plus thirteen to, to Harden's minus thir- thirteen, and Harden was zero of five from the field, and LeBron had a field day in the fourth quarter. So yeah. it's it's not like it's not like he didn't try to get his team back in the game. And you can't tell me that the Nets roster last night was better than the Lakers roster as uh, far as like what was on the floor. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But like, yeah, yeah after like Carmelo and Malik Monk, you're like, I don't want to watch this team. They suck. Actually, Stanley Johnson played well last night of all damn people. Stanley Johnson. All right. I'm done with this shit. We'll get to this later. Let's get to our next topic. <laughs> Benny boy. <laughs> You got our first bench mo- bench god this week, but it's really because I wanted to have a co- I wanted to have this conversation anyway. But so you brought it up, I figured we'd bring it together. It's a unique bench god because Kemba Walker is back in the starting lineup with the Derrick Rose injury, shocking. But after being taken out of the rotation, um, we've seen him come back and he's been terrific this week. Twenty nine against the Celtics, yeah, they lost. Twenty one against the Pistons, they did win. 44 against the Wizards, and although had a really rough shooting game against the Hawks on Christmas Day, did rack a triple-double. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say I'm glad you did bring this up as president of the Kemba Walker fan club, um, <laughs> as we all know. Um, I've, I have not given up on Kemba, mm-hmm. um, so I'm really excited that you, uh, you you brought him up for here. So talk about your guy Kemba Walker, your bench god this week. Man, I, you know what? Honestly, for me, it was just when, when you got, have a guy that's had a career like Kemba Walker's now – Team success-wise, he haven't had a whole lot of success. He's been a very successful player individually in spots. Um, he's, you know, he had that debacle in Boston. He gets moved to New York. They're thinking, hey, you know, this is going to be our point guard of the future. We bring in Derrick Rose to back him up. Like, this is going to be our guy. We got all this young talent here. And he goes through a stretch where he doesn't play at all. Now, for a guy, anybody that's played sports or it's been anywhere, it doesn't matter if it's NBA doesn't matter if it's it's baseball. doesn't matter what it is. When you've gone that long and been the star your whole life and you go from that to not playing at all, that's that's a huge hit to anybody's ego. So he could have packed it in. Kimba's got enough money, enough clout to say, you know what, I'm not going to be benched. I want to be traded. Or, or I'm just not going to play. I'm not going to show up tonight. I'll take the fines. I got enough money. I'll take the fines. He could have done any of that stuff. But that guy, when his number was called, he came back and played extremely well. Um, you know, does it lead to wins for Knicks? Eh, you know, it, it, they've done all right. But, but you know, the cool thing about it is, is watching him kind of bounce back from that setback of being benched uh, to where he's actually been a kind of a pretty cool story to see. So he was he was my bench god because of uh, the way he came back from the benching. And now he's playing pretty well. And he actually put some eyes back on the Knicks, whether they win or not. I mean, because 
let's all face it. Like that Knicks roster, we were hyped about it in the beginning, and now they're just yeah. You know what I mean? Like nobody's really paying attention to the Knicks anymore. Ben Brown, I beg to oh. differ because you, my man, in our preseason videos, when we said well, whose stock were we not buying, which by the way, I said the Atlanta Hawks, I was right. Suck it. <laughs> said the New York Knicks. Oh yeah, I, I definitely yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you oh, were right. I, yeah, I wasn't buying their stock. I just. You know, yeah, I definitely wasn't buying their stock because I, you know, I just didn't think that that roster was sustainable. But um, to see Kimba Walker, Walker be able to do that, you know, coming off of kind of being knocked down off a pedestal to be able to play the way he did this last week and a half, it's been pretty cool. So uh, I still won't watch him, but you know, it, <laughs> I won't either. Yeah, but but seeing Kimba Walker do that's pretty neat. So that's did why you he see. Was my um, did you guys see Kemba's post game presser? Uh, I did not. Dude, his fit was so oh. New York. So oh my York. god god oh he looked so good he looks so good guys if you haven't if you have the purple bubble vest like yeah he, he looks so yes. new york like he looks so queens no <laughs> hold on now i gotta try to try to find oh lord have mercy <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh, the Hornets color Dewey yeah. with the purple if, vest. Yeah, if yeah. if that's not screaming New York, I'll Brooklyn. His forehead says Brooklyn. Yo, son. yo, what's up, B? What's up, God? Oh my gosh, bro. That's my son. Oh, that is that is one hundred percent New York. Dude. Yeah, that's one hundred percent New York. No doubt about it. It's so New York. Wow. I loved it. I loved it. But yeah, man, I'm with you. As the president of the Kemba Walker fan club, like I said, been hooked since UConn. Love it, man. Love it. Yeah, Wanted him really bad to play with LeBron in Cleveland when Kyrie left. Thought it would have been terrific. Yeah. LeBron didn't want him. No, he did. The Hornets well, didn't want to get rid of him. Well, yeah, Hornets. On what LeBron him. wants, LeBron gets, man. Yeah. That was wild. All right, Sean, we're going to bring you in back here because you've got the god of Jonathan Kuminga. Um, which I have a funny story about, by the way, when, before you, when uh, we talk about what you had here. Yeah, so, uh, you know, <laughs> the Golden State Warriors are, are one of those teams. They're almost kind of uh, – Steve Kerr's kind of picking this up from uh, his time at the Spurs, you know, with Greg Popovich being able to, uh, you know, make studs out of guys that people, you know, really weren't thinking too much about. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga is that next guy, I feel like. Um it, you know, he was able to, he only he hit 12 points in his game last night with, against the Suns, but that was arguably the game of the year, you know, in, in, in my eyes, um, cause sure. they were the two powerhouses, you know, really going at it. But, uh, seeing a guy like this, he's 19 years old. He's six, eight. He's built so well, dude floats through the air when he dunks, he's, he's, already a really good defender and this is a guy that bypassed college we don't talk about that enough yeah man this guy mm -hmm. this guy went straight to the g league and they were able to bring him in and draft him and they've got him on this team um i feel like a guy like kaminga is going to be i know i think i think kevin o'connor somebody said that he was like the x factor of of golden state right now and he very well could be i mean we got clay coming back soon uh we're hoping he's gonna be clay you know but golden state has had this thing this year where they have they have they've dug deep and yeah they have gary payton the second with jonathan kaminga and i feel like he is going to continue onward uh with his path you know getting he's he's starting to get more and more minutes each week 
He looks great. He looks super in shape. I just I feel like they've got another stud in the mix. So I talked to my guy from the Warriors today that I became pretty good friends with over the years from covering games. And I asked okay. him, I was like, you know, I was like, so I was like, you know, I remember I was like, you guys took Kuminga and a lot of people kind of raised their eyebrows. I was like, you guys look pretty smart right now, obviously. And he's like, yeah, he's like, he was like, we we're talking about Ignite last year and how everyone was like so mad at how he played. He's like, he came in where he was so used to being the best player on every team he played for. Yeah. You know, he was so used to being the guy. Yeah. And he's like, when he came in, he learned the warrior way. He's like, it just kind of like, it just changed everything. Like, he's so good perimeter defensive wise. You saw last night as he was cutting to the rim. He's like, and he was just yeah. like, he's like, he's figured out how to play our way of basketball and it's only going to go up from here. Yeah. He's uh he's definitely a stud, man. I think, I think everything that they're doing, if, if you get a guy, a guy that's 19, who is, uh, you know, not really quite, the game's not completely built out, but you put them in an environment like the Golden State Warriors right now, and they give it their best effort, and they're doing exactly what they need to do, and they know their role. They are going to be very successful in this league. I completely agree. Anyone yeah, touching that before we move yeah. on? I think that's the biggest thing, though. Uh, you guys both bring up that point is the Warrior way, the way they play. Um if you if you are able and you see that now even with um uh Wiggins like before you know it, it, he was kind of an individualized player you know he he gave minimal effort at sometimes gave max effort at some um he's kind of he's actually probably had his best year per se uh going towards uh helping them this year so uh, they definitely have a different standard and a different way of doing things uh, and once you fall into that, like it, it, it works out well for them. Remember, like a couple of years ago, we were like, <laughs> Juan Toscano Anderson, and now we're like, oh, Juan Toscano Anderson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, it's you great. Know what I, you know what I've noticed about Golden State, um, especially these last couple of years with their development? You know, they have Curry, who's a little small at the guard, um, and they don't really usually have big, big guys at the center other than, you know, Wiseman, who's not there right now, but then all those tweener guys, they're all about the same size. You know, you start with like Clay and then you go Iggy, Moody, Green, Anderson, Wiggins, Kaminga, Porter. Like they're all six, 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 eight, really good wing defenders that can kind of switch off. And it makes them super dangerous because they can guard like, you know, you see Wiggins guarding centers and then he'll switch off and guard LeBron and then he's on a like a shooting guard and then he's on a point guard, Draymond, the same thing. So it's almost like they they have figured out a way to say, hey, we can be long. We can be long across the the, 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 the backcourt and the front court both at the same time and just have a bunch of athletes out there that can play. Yeah, man. I do think, though, for like I, I really, you know, we've talked about it every week now. I love this team. I think they're tremendous. Uh, when it gets to the playoffs, they're really going to need James Wiseman back, which it kind of sounds like it's more February-ish. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's a seven-footer. And in the Western Conference, you've got JaVale, Gobert, Anthony Davis. They're not making the playoffs. Who am I kidding? Um, <laughs> you know, Jokic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go down You go down the list of the Western Conference, and it's like all those teams that are in playoff contention have a seven-footer. So, like, they're going to need that size. Um and, you know, obviously, like we saw yesterday, which we're going to get to a little later, this Phoenix team's tremendous. They're so good. So 
I can't wait to talk more about that game down here with you guys. But I got to get my bench god in here. And uh, I'm going to keep the momentum riding from last week of our Cavs love uh, with my guy Kevin Love. I did not intend to do that pun. It just kind of worked out that way. I apologize, everyone, for if you want to leave now. No, I'm um, here for it. I like it. <laughs> so made his first start tonight uh, against Toronto. And I don't know if you guys looked at the NBA app, but um, they put a whooping on them. Yeah. A whooping. They uh, yeah. Yeah. So Kevin Love got his first start with 22 and nine. Um, but this year, he's got an effective field goal percentage of 54%. He's shooting 39% from three. And his best he's ever shot from the free throw line, 94%. Um, there's a lot of winners in this one, obviously Kevin love because he's showing he can still play at a high, play at a good level on a good basketball team, uh, to the Cleveland Cavaliers, because now if they do want to move on from that contract, they have more like, it's going to make that more interesting for people, um, that want to try to tra- potentially trade for him. I don't know if they can just cause the contract's so high, but he has played well enough. And three, JB Bickerstaff got a contract extension and I'm hundred yeah. percent certain it's because he made Kevin love play good basketball again. Mm-hmm. Well, Kevin Love is one of those guys. If if the team's doing well, he's engaged. Yeah, you're right. Like he's engaged, um, and and not to say that he wasn't engaged at the beginning of his career with Minnesota. He was. Um, that's he made the All Star team there. That's where he made a name for himself and everything. But in these last like post LeBron years, where he's been that like leftover guy, him and uh, what's the other guy? Uh, um. Jetty. Zeddy, yeah, yeah, Jetty, yeah, Osmond. Um they're they're kind of they've kind of been the leftovers. And he's one of those guys, he's he's got his contract. You know, he really he really could mail it in, but if you're winning games and you're incorporating into that, he's engaged and he's having fun again, which is good for the whole league because at one point he was lost one of well, at one point he was lost, but at one point he was one of the best players in the NBA. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. remember yeah. when we were having conversations like a couple, like not too long ago? We're like, is Kevin Love washed? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean if 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 the Cavs aren't doing well right now, yeah, he is. Oh, that, I, I agree with that. A thousand yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah. I do I agree with that. Sure. Just, yeah, he's just collecting a check, and I, I mean, that's fine, you know, but you know it's nice to see him out there and actually, you know, playing well and contributing to a team that's winning a team that I did not think was going to be that great this year. And I think a lot of people did not think was going to be great this year. So no, man, we talked about it last week. It's, it's been a shocker to me because you know me, I like to throw mountains of shit on Cleveland. So uh, (laughs) year after year, year after year where Tim just keeps pulling his, (laughs) his wine and gold out of the closet a little bit. And then they they're bad. And he kind of puts it back and just keeps it there and doesn't tell anybody about it. And now he's probably, probably bringing it out a little bit again. <laughs> I did so wear I my, like, uh, I told I you my, guys, I wore my Cavs LeBron Jersey on the show last week when I said yeah, that my, did. my conspiracy theory was LeBron James would be coming back to Cleveland in a couple Ooh, years. I like it. I like it. I'm standing yeah. by it. So listen to this right now, before we get to Josh's bench, God, if the season ended the way it is today, of course, which we know there's so much more basketball to play, so I'm not trying to get too far ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. The Cavaliers' first-round matchup in the playoffs would be the Miami Heat. Ooh, Wouldn't that be a blast? I love it. Ooh, I love it. One. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. like a, It's like a bunch of ex-girlfriends of LeBron James fighting <laughs> each other. <laughs> You're not lying. 
<laughs> fighting to try to get him back in the finals. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. I bet you, like, um, remember, like, when LeBron went back and it was like he was there for the Zydrunas Galgaskis retirement? And it's like, weird. He's there at such a random time. If we see him and they're like, we're honoring, you know, like, Anderson Varejao. We know what's going on. We yeah, know what's going yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, you hear these reports. He's like, he's asking Kevin Love how good Evan Mobley is, and he's really <laughs> curious about Jared Allen. How is his work ethic? Yeah. Yeah. You know it's coming. No, 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 no. All right, Joshua, you have a really good bench god this week. Actually, I was kind of jealous when you when you sent it to us, Lonnie Walker. You know, it's, it's really funny because um, I wanted to go with Kevin Love at first, so. <laughs> I guess that's my fault because I'm the one that like I'm the one that sends you guys the topics. So I was like, I'll take Kevin Love. I should have waited. I apologize. No, you're good. Um, yeah, man. Um, I'm glad you put up the slide because you put up everything that I was about to say. Um, he's really came on. He's really came on his last few games. Um, he had a nine, two 19 point efforts and a 22 point effort. Um, and then uh, I don't know what he's doing tonight, but. Um, you know, the thing that I'm impressed with some of these guys, you know, we do, we tend to take some of these guys week from week. And um, I was looking at his splits for the season and he's shooting 40% from the field and 31% from three point range. But as you saw on there, he's shooting 50% from the field and 43% from the three point range this last week. So he's really elevated his game to kind of help the Spurs out. And the Spurs have, uh, I think they've won two of those three games and uh, they are putting a hurting on somebody tonight. Um, I just saw the score. I didn't even, I didn't even see who they were playing. I just yeah, saw they were putting the a hurting on them. Right. Who'd you say it was, Ben? The Pistons. Right now it's one thirty nine, one hundred four. Oh, it's the Pistons. Never mind. He's got two um, minutes left, and he's got he's got eight points, uh, but he's only had six shots. Oh well, uh, yeah. He's got a, he's a plus fifteen. Wow. He is. Take it. So. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of – I think we all are still a pretty big fan of Pop. Um, I know people think watching the Spurs play is kind of boring, but in a lot of ways they play real basketball. Uh, one of those wins was against the Lakers, by the way. Um, I think where he put up 22. <laughs> you don't say. What? The Lakers lost? <laughs> Come on, Josh. What are you going to tell me next? Katie Bates Diop dropped 30 points in that game? Oh, he did? Not good, but it's it's a little hard sometimes for uh, for uh, Walker to get on the floor a little bit because um, I do think he plays a little bit of the point guard position sometimes, and obviously he's playing behind Murray. So uh, Murray's been killing it this year. Dude, um, so he's been he's yeah, been yeah. a really big bright spot for the Spurs. Um, it just sucks that you know every year we're used to seeing the Spurs in like playoff contention, and right now they're about six games under five hundred. So it's going to be a long climb for them to try to get back in it. So, um, yep. I was looking at the Spurs roster today because, you know, we're obviously going through this whole like COVID hardship with 10 day contracts. And I'm like, okay, you know, the roster's a little better than I thought it was. You know, everyone likes Keldon. Um, Doug McDermott's playing decent for him. And mm-hmm. I go, who in the hell is Jock Landell? You better put some respect way, on his name, man. He's got 18 tonight. <laughs> Jock Landell, whoever you are, kudos on your 18-point game tonight in 16. Hey, man. St. Mary's. Oh, okay. That's why. Because he played in the same conference as Gonzaga. <laughs> they don't play anybody. <laughs> I'm kidding, actually. Their conference is really good this year. 
we'll tell you about it on that large bit. There you um, go. Brandon Ingram got hurt tonight, guys. That sucks. Oh, I was going to ask that. I saw he only played like nine minutes. Yeah, I guess they said it was an Ach- a potential Achilles injury. So oh, yeah. no. bring, bring the good news on for Tim's fantasy team as we're oh, um, bringing these good that, vibes. That, that Pelicans team, man. <laughs> Get out while you can. Jeez, well, please. Yeah. What a what okay. a mess. Okay, I know God. we're trying to we're trying to move on from talking about the Lakers so much, and I, I'm trying. I'm gonna have like one last thing later. No, you're but, not. <laughs> did you guys see that thing where like after last night there was a bunch of Pelicans fans that were like, "We obviously won the Anthony Davis trade." No, like, if, if the other team wins an NBA title, you lost. That's the not rule. to mention one of the guys you acquired is already gone. Yeah, mm. I mean, and I mean, go ahead. You traded you traded that draft pick, which which was DeAndre Hunter. Yep, you yep. lost. Yeah, they they definitely lost. Whoever wins a title first after one of those big trades is the winner, regardless of circumstance, unless the the other team ends up winning like five titles or something or more than the other team. But that's why the jury's still out on the Jimmy Butler trade, because Mm -hmm. no one is really I mean, Jimmy's made it to the NBA finals, but they got Zach Levine, who is now a perennial all star and everything. And it's like, hey. If the Bulls made it to the NBA Finals, I think we'd be we'd say it was an even swap at this so, point. So in June, we'll be able to say it's an even swap? Yes, in June, people can say it's an even swap. I don't know why everyone laughs at me. It's happening. <laughs> You're like, Sean, what are you what are you laughing about? I mean I don't know. Probably because I'm a Chicago Bulls fan and Sean, uh, Sean, I know nothing. The Phoenix Suns made the finals last year with everything yes. just falling in place. It's yes. gonna happen for the Bulls, all right? Speak okay. it into existence, people. Okay, all right. Well, when I'm when I'm at the game on Friday, I'm gonna be trying to bring all the good juju there, I like so it. we can I continue like forward. So, in any game <laughs> yeah. I've went to with my wife, we've won. They've won. So, there we know. go. There, there we, we go. go. I might actually still be. I'm gonna try to go. I'm gonna try to get off work early to drive up. Okay. okay. By myself and bet on the game because I like S- doing that now. Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. I want to get to kind of like real quick bringing this topic in because obviously, you know, we've we've read, hinted at a couple times. Um, that game yesterday of Golden State and Phoenix lived up to the hype, man. Everything we wanted that yeah. game to be, it has. And it's happened. They've played three times this year, and all three games have been absolutely tremendous. Um, I think here we can all comfortably say they're two of the three best teams in the NBA, depending how you feel about Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Um, I think Milwaukee looked tremendous yesterday. They were so good, especially like when they came back. Um, but these two teams put on quite a show for us. Steph Curry struggled a little bit to get a shot going, but when he did, he was unstoppable. Devin Booker was really good. I mean, JaVale McGee was awesome. He was so good at yeah. playing defense. And we, you know, we talked about Kaminga earlier. Draymond just kind of, you know, keeping everything cool, calm, and collected when they're fighting back and forth. Um, I so I kind of want to get your thoughts because we all love Christmas Day basketball tradition. We've done a rewatchable podcast on the Cavs Warriors one from 16, KD's first game in the rivalry, um, which was one of my all it's probably still my favorite Christmas game. But this yeah. is definitely up there with that with that one and uh Derek Rose's game winner for the Bulls against LA. So like those are probably my three, but that this was already in my top three. Yeah, I, I I thought it was a great game. I think it was the best game of of yesterday. I did think sure. that 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 Bucks Celtics game uh, got pretty interesting at the end. It, it definitely did. 
it, I, I had a, I had a lot of fun with that game, and also seeing Boston, you know, lose at any time is always a little, especially on Christmas, you know, when <laughs> when my favorite team, you know, which is a better basketball team right now, didn't even have a game on Christmas, you know. So, but anyways, got to see Jalen Brown chip a tooth and lose. So there was that. This but, is um, this is going um, this is going way back for me, but uh, I I distinctly remember the Lakers and the Heat playing back when. Shaq was just went yeah. to Miami. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, he that came back in the game that game went into overtime and uh I want to say the Lakers the Lakers won by 2, nope. right? Nope. Nope. He, no Heat won. Dwayne oh, Wade Heat won the by game. 2. It was Wade, yeah. Yep. Um but I just remember all that animosity between Shaq and Kobe because he had just left, you know, after they got beat down. Um and uh I didn't know how that was going to go. That one sticks in my head. I know and as before, I feel like they like made the the Christmas games like super famous. Now we have like the whole half of the schedule on Christmas Day, where you see like eight games, ten games. Yeah, but that one that one sticks out to me a lot. That's a really good one. That is a good one. That is that is a good one. I but I will say this: I think yesterday's game it was it was the two probably the two most entertaining teams that kind of play similarly you know what i mean like they're both three-point shooting uh they both play basketball the right way um it was interesting watching them go back and forth the Mm -hmm. entire game and i mean it it was one of those games that was great that didn't have to go into overtime for it to be great you know it was like this is how it's going to be and and you know when you see somebody like otto porter who you know I like Otto Porter. He had kind of a weird, weird time in Chicago, but like he is the perfect fit for that, so that Golden State Warriors team. So he is a per- he is one of those guys who can just nail shots when you need him to, and he's not afraid to take those shots. And the team's cool with him taking them, and it's like you know they look great. And on top of that, Steph had his best Christmas Day game ever, which is surprising because he usually is historically not that great on Christmas. He mentioned that weird, himself, yeah. which is weird. So we always forget that. I feel like the Nets Lakers game was, was supposed to be like the game of games had everybody been healthy, you know, minus the the COVID restrictions and you have the big three on one side, the big three on the other, the Lakers roster versus the Nets firepower up front. That was the kind of the game I think in the beginning, everybody was looking forward to. And then it kind of fell apart. Um, where the only people that you saw was Harden versus LeBron, and that was it because Westbrook didn't show up at all. Um, He's washed. And that the first half of that game, I mean, we we were texting back and forth, and it was like I was like, I can't even watch this, man. This is bad. I guess it's bad basketball. Other than James Harden, like everything else in the game was just bad. Then so, you're muted. My bad. How did that happen? <laughs> um, but um. I, I went back and distinctly, because we were going to talk about this, I wanted to look back and remember some of the games that I had seen, uh, but I had forgotten about. So, and this goes way back. So, uh, like back in 95, the mm. Orlando Magic yep. played Houston. And I remember distinctly watching that game because I love Shaq. So I was like, oh, man, I'm going to watch this game. And, and, you know, before even then, like, you know, of course, everybody was about the Bulls and, you know, because the Bulls were, you know, the 90s, team of the 90s and all that stuff. But I just remember watching that game and being like, oh, man, like this team is so good. And it was fun to watch them because they beaten the they beat the Rockets that day, which, you know, that was a finals kind of a finals replay. So 
Um, so that one, um, of course, uh, LeBron's first year in Miami in 2010 was a, was a great one uh, versus the Lakers. Um, and then, like you said before, the 2016, uh, you know, Cavs Warriors, like that was to me, to me was my favorite all time Christmas game. Yeah, so good, so good. Also, can we just all agree that we need to bring back Christmas jerseys? Yeah, yes. what what happened with that? Why why is that not a thing anymore? Let's ask Nike. Nike, if you're watching, which we know you're not, but if you're watching. Somebody tweeted that right after the game. Like yeah. one of the games, they were like, why do we not have Christmas jerseys? Like that I think it was Zach Levine said yeah. that. Like where where are the Christmas? Like, why would he not have Christmas jerseys? Yeah. You know how, how many know. how many jerseys how many Christmas jerseys would sell? Dude. Um, because people enjoyed those. I went on eBay yesterday <laughs> to try to find the 2015 Cavs one. And the one that LeBron's wearing in the new My Team card. Yeah. And, dude, it's like a $300 jersey for a screen print on eBay. Ooh. Ben, yeah. you know what, man? Now that you say that, I was just sitting here thinking, the, the Christmas game with Golden State and Cleveland, was that not the, the like a repeat of, of Kyrie hitting the, the three-pointer in the finals and then turn around and hitting the game winner in Chris, on Christmas Day? And a yeah. turnaround jumper. That's, what I, that's yeah. what I thought. Okay. Yeah, that game was incredible. It was the debut also of the Kyrie four. And LeBron 14. Yep. For you sneakerheads out there. <laughs> the KD9 Christmas. That was a sweet shoe. Yeah. You feel me? I feel you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man, those. But like I said, like, I remember so well the Derrick Rose game winner against the Lakers. Is like the year he won MVP. That was so awesome. When he hit the floater. Uh, yeah. That's an all-time favorite of mine. So um, this is a, a new bench mob tradition. Our our segment, our last segment of the night. This is our hoop years resolutions. It's a pun on New Year's resolutions. Again, if you hate puns, this is not the show for you. <laughs> I am not the host for you. Um, but we kind of want to go through here and kind of discuss like our situations of what we really want to see the most of and what our game plan is to find in basketball this upcoming year. And Ben's got a good start here for us. Yeah, uh, uh, I think my my new hoops re- year's resolution is just finding the good and bad basketball. Um, and, and Tim, I know you had mentioned that because you said you were going to stop watching the Lakers, but my kind of view is like, man, you know, it, it, like I I love the Pacers. I I love that roster. They're they're not playing very well. That fact, they're losing to your Bulls tonight, I believe. Um, but I I just want like I love watching Sabonis play. Levert play. I like the parts of that team. Um, I just wish that it would would end up in wins, but it's not going to. But I do enjoy the team, so that's my resolution. Like I know it's not, you know, I know it's about wins and losses, but I really do enjoy that Pacer team before they break it all up and they all go different places. Like you know, I do like Miles Turner. I do like Sabonis, even though I don't think he's going to end the year uh, as start a Pacer. Tonight. Yeah, I know, I know. Like, like I said, like, like I know they're losing to the Bulls tonight. Like I know it's it, they haven't played the greatest basketball, but I do love that team, uh, and I do I do like that roster. But for some reason, it's just not clicking. So, but hopefully, uh, there's you know a lot of season left, and maybe they'll put a little run together. But I don't yeah. think it'll be with Sabonis. I do think they're probably going to move him, but that which would suck. But I do, trying to find some good and some bad basketball. To add to that, I do love me some Chris Duarte. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I love Houston Crystal. Yeah. He's been he's he's been a really bright spot this year, um, not only offensively but defensively. He's played really well. So. Yeah. 
So Ben, you discussed finding the good and bad basketball. And mine is for the sake of my mental health. <laughs> Tim's hoopier resolution is to stop watching the Lakers because Russell Westbrook is as washed as Terrell Owens was in Cincinnati. Oh, that's a good that's a good analogy. Russell Westbrook Ooh. is as washed as wash gets. Um he is uh, is he hold on, is he washed or is he washed. just is he hold on, but is he washed or is he just like he just is not a good fit for that roster? Uh no, he's washed. <laughs> if you make forty four million and you can't contribute, you're washed. You're washed because no one's gonna trade for you. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Stick him in the corner, let him shoot threes. Yeah. <laughs> he he can knock those down. Buddy, he was in the corner last night and missed Patty Mills wide open for three as he had 30 points already. Yeah. But, you know, look, the only reason to watch this team anymore is LeBron and Carmelo just having these, like, flashback nights where they're just playing unbelievable. Uh, Melo was terrific last night on Christmas Day, obviously coming off the bench. Even playing some good defense, had some block shots. I know Josh is, like, the big Melo guy here for his career, so I know he's going to defend him. Um, But... You know, I thought he was really good, but it's just, it's not fun anymore, man. Like we knew that this could potentially go bad and we kind of spoke on the brighter side of it, but it has been as bad as bad gets. 538 currently has not projected only won 36 games this year. Mm. Um, to put in context, they have 16 right now. So they think they're only going to win 20 more games wow. and there's no trade. You know, there's no, no one's going to be like, I'll take Russell Westbrook. So like, this trade. is over. It's over. Trading for Kyrie. No one's going to do that though. Why would Get the, the next three? Get the original big three back together. There's the no Nets, way that the, the Nets are going to compete for the East. Why would they want Russell Westbrook? Yeah. Well, they're, they're not getting anything from Kyrie. Maybe Kyrie will go ahead and, and, and get the shot and then come and play in LA. You know, who knows? If I'm I the wouldn't. Lakers, I would try to get Kemba Walker. <laughs> Two million oh. that the Nets are, Knicks are playing him right now. I would, I would, I would call. I would at least call. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and yeah. And you could, you could throw Russ out there, right? No. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. Him you can't him trade. Him. You can't trade forty-four million for two million, John. Well, no, no, I know that, but I'm just saying you could if if you made some money work, you you might be able to. And you get Russ and uh and and D Rose back together, man. They used to be workout buddies. Like, listen, I kind of, I mean, I agree with Tim to a sense. Like, I I don't know, I don't know if he's washed, but like, there's really, there's honestly nothing you can do with the guy, like. He's not good for the Lakers. You can't move him. You can't trade him. You can't. You can't bench him. Like, you know, I, what who, do you what oh, do you do with Okay, that? okay, okay. Who would you rather have on your team right now? Okay, Russell Westbrook or Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Okay. <laughs> not not even okay. not even a you question. Okay. Okay. They're getting can... nothing in Philly from Ben Simmons right now, and he wants to be traded. You know, he he needs to. We we could talk days and nights about this. Yeah. No way Westbrook but, and Embiid play together. There is no way they will murder each other. Yep, I agree with that. I feel like he figured it out with the Wizards, man. Like towards the end of the season, like I felt like they just figured it out. I know they lost in the playoffs, but like they went on that run to get into the playoffs. They did. They did. And him and him and Bradley Bill figured out how to play together. And I know that the trade happened, but I'm like. Why not? Why not see where it was going to take you? Imagine, yeah. imagine like Contavious Caldwell Pope, Kyle Kuzma, JaVale McGee, all on this Lakers team. Isn't that a crazy yeah. thought? 
I think sometimes though, man, and, I, and this is not a swipe at LeBron by any. No, means. this is his fault. This is totally right. his fault. But yeah, I, I think <laughs> it's his, I do think it's his fault. But I think sometimes for younger players, like like I think sometimes he stunts the growth of younger players. Just just in the simple like like uh you know like Kuzma like like you're telling me that those young guys who are doing a, a pretty decent job uh in DC that they couldn't help this team this year. No, you want to bring in Lonzo Westbrook. Ball. Yeah, like Lonzo Ball. You know what I mean? Like like you know, I I don't get it. I think sometimes it, it is a it is a <laughs> <laughs> well, Look, I'm <laughs> Uh, Our first YouTube comment of all time on the bench mob, Black Order. (laughs) You are the man. Uh, We love you forever. Thank you for commenting. (laughs) uh, I think he he stunts the growth of younger players. He, you know, he brought in these old older guys. He's got all these older guys with him, and it's not producing wins. Um, You know, I, I don't know. I want you guys to think about this, and this is not, again, not a knock on LeBron, but the Wizards are at sitting in the seventh spot in the Eastern Conference, right? Right now. Mm-hmm. They're tied with Philly. Charlotte's in the eighth spot. We've been talking all this hype around Charlotte and how fun they are to watch, and they're 500. Um, yeah. You know, the Washington's behind Cleveland, who's got 20 wins, but is Washington really that much better than they were last year when they had Westbrook? And then you take the Lakers, and, like, they're – a world's worse than what they were last year at this point, you know, just based off of everything that's going on. So you think about it, you don't make that trade and you still, let's say you still get all the mellow to come in and you still get all those other guys, but Trez Pope Trez, Trez, Trez was your energy guy off the bench who gave you solid minutes until the playoffs and you decided not to play him anymore. You Pope, likely get buddy healed because that, that deal you, on you likely table. get buddy healed. Pope was a was a great defender. You know, he did a lot of the dirty stuff. Kuzma, uh, he was going to Sacramento if that trade happened. Correct. Yeah, but but then you get Buddy Hield, and now you're a whole different basketball team. You maybe keep Jamel McGee, you know, and he's your backup instead of who Tim? Instead of who? DeAndre Jordan. And, like, yeah. I feel like the Lakers are sitting right there with Phoenix and, and Golden State, minus injuries. Yeah. By the way, once again, I want to say before we move to Josh's, this is not Frank Vogel's fault. All right, Josh. Your hoop year's resolution kind of um, goes with what I was just talking about. Yeah, so my, my hoop year's resolution is to appreciate LeBron's greatness more than I do because I pick apart his flaws all the time, and I never, never, you know – I never gravitate towards like all the good that he does, you know? So even last night, you know, him putting up like 39, nine and eight, you know, I was trying to find ways to pick his game apart. And I'm like, how do you pick that part? At age 37. At age 37, you know, and I'm missing out on, I'm missing out on all the, the, like I said, this guy's a walking 25, seven and seven in his sleep at 37 years old. Like, I don't think that's something that we've seen consistent in the NBA, maybe ever. And I, I'm so I'm I'm one of the, I'm one of those people. I'll admit it. Like I'm still here trying to protect the legacy of the other 23. Um, well, LeBron wears six now, so you're fine. He does, but I'm saying like in in, in, in all that, in all that, I'm I'm not I'm not witnessing 
what is actually happening. So, you know, two years from now when he's not playing, I'm going to go back and be like, well, damn, I was so, so like much trying to. Now? Yeah, I'm yeah. going with two. <laughs> um, I was but so much two. trying to, you know, hate on the guy, oh. you know, saying that, you know, he's not the greatest and, and I'm, I don't need to do that. I just need to watch what he's, what he does and just appreciate it while he's there. Yeah. By the way, can we just show Black Order's comment again? I just love it. I just love it. It's so funny. It's so funny. That's awesome. Our, our first YouTube comment on a live stream yet during an episode of the Bench Mob. So, Black Order's the MVP. Amen. All right. So, Sean wraps us up here with his Hoop Year's resolution, which is a good one. Watch more Warriors games. Which is going to be a thing here because we're getting we're going to be getting uh, out of football season soon. We're going to be getting into you know the springtime. We're going to have those nice Sunday matinees, things of that nature, mm-hmm. where we can we can we can watch some some teams. So I don't watch that that many Warriors games unless they're playing on the East Coast. But I need to start staying up and watching more because. These guys are back, and I enjoyed them thoroughly during their their rivalry with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and was watching them a lot more back then. And I feel like we're kind of back to that that that's which is awesome, which is awesome. Um, and uh, I just I it, we this is this is definitely I mean it's kind of the same as Josh's comment. This is definitely like I need we need to appreciate these guys as well because you know. A lot of people were. We, we all thought that the window was shut a couple years ago, and it seemed like it was not shut all. Not all of injuries. Us. And... Not all of us. Not all uh, of us okay, thought it was okay. shut. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say a lot of us did. <laughs> I think truly, they have the greatest fan base of all time, because like when they were having that year, you know, that year where they were just atrocious. When like Steph's hurt, they don't have Clay. They don't have Draymond. KD's left. D'Angelo Russell gets traded because it's not a good fit. They literally were just like, their fans were like, give us time. We'll be fine. It wasn't like Steve Curry is to be fired and Bob Myers is doing it. Yeah, they were like, okay, we'll figure it out soon. Don't worry about it. And then the next year, of course, they go in the play and they lose and they're like, no, next year we'll be fine. Like, next year we'll be okay. And, you know, they were like, told you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm with you, you, Sean. Um, I'm not a Golden State fan by no means. Like they're not my favorite team. Sorry, I'm not a fan of Golden State. Like they're not my favorite team. I, you know, I don't not like going out and trying to buy jerseys and tickets. But I'm with you. Like they're the epitome of like why you should watch basketball. Yep. And mm-hmm. people hate them because they're good at basketball <laughs> and they play it right. They play the game right. <laughs> You know, and I, and I heard somebody trashing Curry the other day, and they were like, he wouldn't be that good if his team wasn't set up to set him screens and, you know, he wasn't running around and Draymond's always looking for him. And I was like, do they play in a system? And I was like, even though you look at it, like Curry gets his shots, but then you still have Jordan Poole over here hitting for 30. And then you still have, like you said, Otto Porter Jr. the other day, he's hitting game-winning shots and, like, big shots in the fourth quarter. So it's not like they're they're designed to get the ball to the open person. And that person yeah. is taking a shot. So I'm with you, man. I, I, I enjoy watching them play. When they play at night, I try to stay up and at least watch some of the game because I know I'm going to yeah. watch good basketball. And even when they play bad, like they're still in games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll yeah. be like down like 12 in the fourth quarter. And you're like, well, I have to keep watching. 
Right. Just to see what they're yeah. going to do. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. So I'm with you, Sean. Like, I definitely, I'm going to stay up and watch more Warriors games, especially since I work from home at my day job. That makes it a little easier for me to watch more games. So, yeah, I am with it, man. Um, but with that being said, we're going to wrap up this week's edition of the Bench Mob. Um, I hope everyone has an awesome new year. Uh, Shot Callers is taking the week off, so there will not be a Shot Callers on Friday. Um, at large bid will probably be Tuesday this week. We're still working out the details because I got games this week. Um, but very excited to obviously see uh, top t- future top 10 pick Patrick Baldwin Jr. in person this week uh, covering NKU. So can't wait to get there my scouting go. reports on Pat Baldwin in person. Um, so thank you all so much for tuning in and to Black Order. Once again, thank you so much for your comment because this is hilarious. <laughs> we won't see anybody until 2022. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Happy New Hope- Year. Happy New Year. Hope Happy you all New get your Hoop Year's resolutions. See ya. <laughs>